I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now, it's Chris Harrington on the Grizzlies, Memphis, and more on 92.9's Jeff Calkins Show. Presented by Church Health. Caring for people all around us. Give today at churchhealth.org. Chris Harrington joins me now. Chris, what are we listening to? Average white man? Oh, yeah. Sorry, pick up the pieces by the average white man um, in honor of Karen Jackson Jr. Putting all the pieces together, or so it seems, to start his fifth season. You're, uh, you've got a piece about Jaron up at the Daily Memphian. Uh, people can read it over there. I enjoyed the, the sort of stroll back through the 2018 draft lottery and the players who were in that. The Grizzlies... There was a lot of real intense conversation around that. There was a that was a lot. Now, didn't the Grizzlies? Did they have the third worst record in the league, and they fell to four in the lottery? They they fell down or second worst. They had the second worst. They had the second worst, and they fell down to four. Right. The draft party was at uh, Rail Garden. Rail Garden. Yep. It is amazing. Like that was a different time. Chris Wallace was there at the draft party, commenting, wasn't he? I don't know I about I that. I think I talked him there. I don't. I can't. I don't remember him physically being at the draft party. I think you may have talked to him on the phone. Maybe but. I talked to him afterwards. But um, and his whole point was, we just wanted to stay in the top four. That's what he said. I, I don't. Do you know. believe that? I believed it at the time. In retrospect, in retrospect, is not. At some point in the intervening years, my understanding came to be that their Bagley interest was maybe a little smoke screenish and that they really, I don't know what order, but Aiton, Luca, Jaron was really who they cared about. I see. And so that they It's possible were, that they knew that Bagley would go in the, they, they had confidence that he would go so that one of the three they cared about would slip to four. Yeah, that, that could be. Although like when Bagley went to over Luca, I mean, that was, you know, people question that. And so, um, but anyway, my, my understanding is that if, if it had gone, if the draft had gone, you know, eight and Luca Jaron, and they were sitting there at four looking at Bagley and Trey Young, that they may have entertained trading down at that point. But, but I, I think, I think they were very high on Jaron. And so what order, I don't know, but I'm pretty confident in saying that eight and Luca Jaron were there. That was their top tier on their board. Stefanski was part of that front office then. He loved Jaron. I know. I I, okay. I I talked to him about it. He loved Jaron. Um, Jaron was not a popular, if, if just a radio audience or, or, right, right, or right. Gardner. In fact, if you were to say Bagley might have been 
number one if you had literally said a, a poll I, I think of Grizzlies fans? I think fans. it's fair to say within the local media conversation at the time, <sighs> me and Peter Edmiston um, were the two people who were very high on Jaron. But the consensus was much more Bagley. I, I just mean more fans. The fans were Bagley. Yeah. And it, it's true generally. Well, Bagley was averaging 20 and 10. And right. it was He's on Duke. At Duke. Playing Duke. Duke on TV every, right. every game. On ESPN every game. Averaging 20 and 10. Jaron was, was being the, underutilized at Michigan State. He was, the, you know, you can take it up with Tom Izzo, but he was the fifth leading scorer on that team. Right. That's, as, as a freshman, yeah. Uh, and then didn't. And then they get bounced by Syracuse, I think, in the NCAA tournament. Wasn't particularly distinguished, whatever else. So... As if you look back at that draft, irrespective of need or whatever else, what's the right order for players? Now, one is very clearly Luca. One is Luca. It, 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 it's the kind of thing that changes every once in a while. Like if you redrafted that draft today, I would say Luca would go one. Shea Gillis Alexander would go two. And then I think you're looking at a at a conversation starting at three. A lot of people would say Trey Young at three, but I just I I don't. Right. I, I I've always been lower on Trey. I'm still lower on Trey. Um, to, but to me, the conversation at three would include Trey Young. It would include Jaron. It would include DeAndre Ayton. Um, maybe someone I'm forgetting, but I, I think I'm, I must be forgetting uh, some. Oh, Mikael Bridges. Mikael yeah. Bridges. So those are the Mikhail four players. Bridges. I think those players would go three through three, three through six in some order. I I think I'd take Jaron third. I just I I mean I, I value defense right. and I, I think he's one of the best defensive players in the league. Oh, and there's I, I don't this whole idea of like what is a winning player is an interesting question. But right. like Trey Young and DeAndre both have critics on that score, right? Like Well and well and Trey's the point guard. And to me that's the bigger issue there. I mean, you say DeAndre ain't not a winning player, but like they won sixty four games no, last year. It's, a, you know? it's kind of a yeah. um you know, he, he's not gonna be the guy who like you give him the ball and he leads your team, but that's not his role. That is Trey Young's role, and I don't think Trey Young is a guy who's going to take the ball and lead a team to where it needs to go. It's my skepticism. So the way it unfolded was eight and one. Uh, Bagley went two, and then three was the trade. Right, three was the trade where is that right? Where they where where Dallas traded up to get Luca? Yes, Atlanta had the third pick. Three was where okay, and there are those who've questioned the Grizzlies. And whether they could have somehow negotiated Luca out of this draft, there's really no. How could they have gotten Luca out of this draft? Uh, I mean, you're getting you're sort of digging back right. up old stuff, but yeah, the the speculation was, or the theory was, if um, if Atlanta wanted Trey Young, you could have you, said, "I'm going to take Trey." You take Trey Young, and then you negotiate right. the deal. Memory, if memory serves, there was an issue. There was a complication about first-round picks that could and couldn't be traded at the time, and the Grizzlies were not in position to give right. to give the pick that Dallas could, but that's, that's sort of old stuff. I right. don't remember all the details. Well, I got to say, so uh, you called your shot here because this is from – were you writing for us then or were you writing for the CA then or we, we didn't I was just, I was just synopsizing what I was saying everywhere. Well, I'm not directly oh, – I'm I not see. actually this is not directly direct quoting. Quote. Yeah. Right. But I basically am. That's right. basically what I was saying at the time. Right. And he ends up um, being a guy who can be a defensive rookie of the year candidate and a could give you 20, 20 points a game as a secondary option. And that is, in fact, what he is looking like he could be this year or has been all along or look like he could be all along is becoming that this year. 
Yeah, so my, my take on Jaron coming into the draft was, A, it would take him a long time. I, I, I thought he'd be worse this rookie season than he was. I, I was telling people on this show, I think, that he's going to average seven points a game, four rebounds. You're going you're you're to hate it, but give it time. And he averaged like 13 this rookie year. But my thing with him was always, I thought his path was to be a defensive player of the year candidate who could average 20 points a game. That's a secondary scorer. And that is what he looks like right now, these eight games. I, I, maybe I'm jinxing it. We'll see. Things can change. But it looks right now, this season, as he's come back, that he has come into to, to what I always thought he was going to be. He looks now like the player he was supposed to be. Wasn't Hollinger at the time saying he will ultimately be a center? Uh, did he not say that? Did he not say he will ultimately be a center? I mean, I— I don't know if he said that declaratively. I mean, I I, I think the, the idea with Jaron is is the is the versatility. Right. You can play the four, you can play the five, and where you play may depend on what player you right. put next to him. And I don't think it was ever that declarative, but certainly the idea of him of that evolving into a player who played a lot of center was obviously the idea. Yeah. Uh, all right. Looking at some of these defensively, he has been as good as ever here in his games back. I think so. I mean, his block rate is, is tops in the league. And we can get in eight games, but his block rate is tops in the league. Um, the the numbers on how the Grizzlies defend at the rim when he's on the floor versus off the floor, just like last year, near right. the tops in the league. You know, the big men who block shots like him don't usually have steal rates that high. He you know, he's up right. there with Anthony Davis as far as that goes. And, and then you know he has the switchability and the versatility to do more than just guard at the rim. And so I think he looks every bit like you know what he was last year, which is one of the best right. defensive players in the league. Offensively, you came up with a new stat: the dunk rate. Yeah, um, I, I was just trying. I was trying to look at. I was trying to look for things to illustrate the level of force he's playing with relative to the past. And one of the things I just happened to notice is that he's already got ten dunks in eight games. And last season he had forty six dunks in seventy eight games. games I, I think. think. Was, yeah. And so again, it's a small sample, but you're seeing him. To me, last season his his shooting percentage on two point shots was so crazy low. And part of that was his footwork was a mess, and what he was able to create was a mess. He just didn't get easy stuff. And it was like, you know, where's the, you know, you're a big man. Where's the, get the offensive rebound and you put it back? And where's the, you know, you cut off the ball and someone finds you for an open dunk? And like that easy right. stuff that big men are supposed to get, he wasn't getting last year. He's getting it more so far this year. Um, will he make all-star teams? Uh, not this season, but no, eventually. Well, yeah, yes. no, I think, I think he will. I think one thing is that, Talent, and this could change, but talent is increasingly concentrated more on guard and perimeter. And all-star teams are designed to have some level of positional balance. So you look at it this year in the the West, like all the depth is in the backcourt. I mean, people are talking about Laurie Markkinen as an all-star starter at one point, right? And so, you know, at the forward position, you know, this year it's probably going to be Anthony Davis and Zion Williamson. LeBron, and then after that, I don't know, Laurie Marketing. I mean, Paul George has not played enough games. Kawhi right. hasn't played enough games. I mean, I wouldn't rule it out if he, like, stays healthy and goes on a real run. You look up and he's in that conversation this season. Zion's been really good lately, too. I mean, we've talked about this when, when, they, when they beat him here at FedEx Forum. He looks different, but, my God, his numbers have been great. Yeah, no, he's, 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 he's been one of the better offensive players in the league. Um... How much, by the way, do you – I was – plus minus. How much do you care? I mean, I, I, it's a contextual stat, and so I, it depends on what you mean by that, right? In terms of right. how – you're talking about lineups, you're talking about players. Well, were, about, it's funny. I was reading, I think Tim McMahon was – they were doing a uh, – maybe it was a power ranking today or something. I don't know. And they were talking about Dylan Brooks's, you know, Dylan Brooks's plus minus is, is, 
either the best on the team or maybe so a lot. So Dylan of- Brooks has had, I mean, I, I use something like called net rating, which right. is similar to a plus minus, and that, so that's that's team offensive performance relative to defensive performance per 100 possessions when a player's on the floor. So, you know, you, it sort of smooths it out a little bit more than just a plus minus. Dylan's had the best net rating on the team for like three or four years in a row. And at that point, like, it's that, meaningful. Yes, I think so. He just has an impact on the team playing better every single time he's on the court. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I, it was funny. I just looked. I don't know why I happened to. Friday against the Sixers, you know, Ja was minus two, you know, for the time that he was on the court. Yeah, I, I don't look a lot at, like, the box Individual score, what happened right. in this, who's got the plus. I mean, to me, you can look at that, and if it rhymes with what you saw, saw you can point it sense, out. Right. But sometimes it won't. And then to me, that's, that's not something I would look at a box score without having watched the game and say, right. ah, uh-huh. this guy was minus seven, you know. Right. Um, would you predict, I was doing, I had to give a talk yesterday and I gave some predictions and I, one of the predictions I gave was, hey, whatever, predictions are predictions. I said the Western Conference Finals will be held in Memphis. Would you say yes or no? Sure. I mean, I, I, I think the Grizzlies are on the short list and I think that short list is three or four teams. And so... To say yes, it yes, will no, or no, it won't. Right. It's just you're just it's playing. injuries and you're just yeah, playing, playing so, and so who I, wins and who loses. Yeah, yeah. so I, I, I the don't short know. list is it, it would not at all surprise me. The short list. I is. think it's I think it's the the Nuggets, the Grizzlies, the Suns, the Warriors. For me, I remain more skeptical in New Orleans, despite what they're actually doing. But I mean, you know, it could be New Orleans. Uh, you know, the Clippers can. And how healthy. about the clip? Like the Clippers now finally had them both back, and like right. they're you can they would certainly be a handful. In yeah, a series if they're both healthy. Yeah, no, I mean I see the top tier as four teams, but it could easily New Orleans or, or the Clippers could easily be there too. You could be six teams. Six teams could easily, yeah, could easily easily be there. Um, and then it looked like Brooklyn's kind of starting to figure some stuff out. Brooklyn and the Lakers, both buried at the beginning, uh, look like they're figuring some stuff out. Yeah, I mean it's a long season. I, you know, I mean whether Anthony Davis plays like an MVP or Anthony Davis plays. You know, I mean, the the range of what you've gotten from Anthony Davis is so wide that if you get MVP Anthony Davis, right. obviously it becomes a totally different kind of team than early in the season when people were like wondering, like, is this guy done? You right. know. Uh, and tonight, Oklahoma City. Last time they were in town, Dylan pretty much handled Shea Gilgis Alexander, didn't he? Well, the team did, but 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 Dylan Dylan, you know, right. had, has the primary, and that he didn't score much on Dylan. Score, that's right. for sure. And so he had his worst game of the season to that point. Maybe still his worst game of the season. I have not looked at his game log since. But but he had an unusually bad game against the Grizzlies, and I do think that Dylan Brooks' defense had something to do with that. The piece is up at the Daily Memphian on Jaron Jackson Jr. and uh, uh, you can read it over there. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Thanks, Chris Harrington from the Daily Memphian. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.